Black, black plastic on mutinyradio.fm. It used to be it. Well, it used to be that the stockkeepers worked pretty freely with the mechanics and the foreman. We'd kind of stay close to each big job and, well, be kind of a free agent. Be sure the fellas had the material and tools they needed in time to keep the job from being held up. Hosley pauses before responding, hoping that Maxwell will carry the ball further himself. 
This does not happen, however. It's uh, different now? Oh, heck, Mr. Hosley, it's no secret that Berkwest has made us a bunch of flunkies just like everybody else in the place. All we do is follow steps one, two, three. We sit in our cages and fill out material orders when the foremen say they want anything. It seems that some rather strong feelings have been tapped. Hosley decides to explore, but cautiously. Tell me a little more, then. I'm not quite with you. Well, it's part of the whole reason why I'm leaving. The individual guy just doesn't count around here anymore. Berkowitz has made us a bunch of payroll numbers, and nobody cares about any of us as persons anymore. On this change in the storekeeper's job, I guess he figures, or somebody figured, that we were wasting too much time by being out on the floor with the men. That isn't the worst part of it. Everything the company has done for the last few months since Berkowitz took over has been to make the employee a working stiff who isn't supposed to do anything unless he's told to. The question now is how much data Maxwell has to support his point. Is this really a well-thought-out observation or a superficial complaint? Could uh, you give me some more examples, Len? Well, like the way we used to order stuff before. All three of us in the pump section could order anything we wanted to up to $500 when we knew the job would need it. Now, before we can order anything, if it isn't in the store catalogs, even if it only costs a nickel, we have to get approval from purchasing. manager of marketing research. Doesn't mean as much as it would here, of course, since it's a pretty small department. But still, I have a lot more to say about how we plan our research projects than I have here at Taplow. Barker notes that this last comment was freely volunteered. That is the fact that Stevens would have more say about things. Is this perhaps significant? To get some expansion, he just restates what Stevens said. You'll have a bigger part in running the show. Right. I guess that's something everybody wants. Barker stays silent. This often produces additional information or show of feeling. At least it's something I'm looking for. Barker has the message pretty clearly now. If Stevens wants to expand on the subject, Barker will cheerfully and understandingly stay with him. But there's no point to Barker's keeping it going, since for his purpose, he's had enough of a picture of Stevens' need for power and authority. I see what you mean. Say, Jack, getting back to Tableau, what did you think about the salary we were paying you here?
sideways to right shoulder. Try to lean it over as far as you can. Bring it up straight. Lean to left shoulder. Up. Right. Up. Left. Up. Right. Up. Left. Up. Right. Up, left, up. Lift head back. Drop chin to chest. Open the mouth wide. Pucker the lips. Open wide. Pucker. Open wide. Pucker. Open. Open wide. Pucker. Open wide. Pucker. Pucker the lips. Open wide. Pucker. Open wide. Pucker. Open wide, pucker. Open wide, pucker. Open wide, pucker. Open wide, pucker. Pucker the lips. Pucker. 
Fucker. Fucker. Close the lips. Place air in the right cheek. Now switch the air from right to left. Switch it back. Switch it back. Switch it back. Switch it back and forth. Now roll the air around in your mouth. exercises are not guaranteed to produce extreme beauty, but they will add to the youthfulness of
Thank you. 
Black Classic people, thanks for listening. Support the station. Support your community. Do the right thing. Riscopia. Updated every three parsecs. Timstesseract.com. Timstesseract.com.
want to be a comic, it's not as easy as we make it look. But that's because Mutiny Radio has eight hours a week of open mic stage time for all your comedy workout needs. Strain those improv muscles every Sunday from four to six at Getting Sketchy with David Stolowitz. Press out those new jokes every Monday, six to eight on Joke Workshop. Birds, right? Where on the other hand, geese, right? They're only crime equally as mean. Tonight, they're here for the reunion we've all been hoping for. The Masters of Merriment, whoa. Amyl Nitrate, my heart's getting faster. Those Princes of Polka, Josh and Stein First, you know, this is the the first time that Yash and myself have been on the West Coast for one thing in Los Angeles, California. Uh -huh. And I'll tell you, <laughs> I'll tell you, it's really something. <laughs> you know, because we're from the East Coast, you have Lutonia, really, you know, in yeah, a little town called Belbic. And there's, uh, you know, such a difference between our hometown and Los Angeles, you know, it's almost funny. Oh, yes, well. <laughs> that, well, no, no yeah, it is. No, know. but it is funny um, almost. Oh, not not quite, real funny, no. but almost funny. Not, not what we call a big yacht. No, not right. the big yacht, no. But enough for some charcoals, maybe. Oh, sure. You know, Always for an example, for let me just say, in Los Angeles, you know, the sun shines all the time, oh. except for some isolated weeks in the winter. But you know, and that's one difference. That's one difference. No. Plutonia, the driving is so different also. Oh, the driving? Yes. You know, not to mention the cops. Oh, no, well, we can't forget the cops. No, and those differences there. How could you forget those? No, we can't forget those. No question about it. But anyway, let's segue to this. You know, how many people out here, you know, know the, the, the great point? Anyway, let's segue to this.
Yes, yes, y'all. You're on tuned in to mutinyradio.fm. We are high spirits, just getting a roll on. High spirits. Our intern is on her way. Our intern soon to be upgraded to host. <laughs> Did we lose the music? Yeah, somebody turned it off. So, welcome y'all. Welcome back. I think this is our fifth episode, fifth app, and we're super pumped. Thanks for joining us. If uh, anybody is out there, feel free to give us a call at 415-550-0511. That's 415-550-0511. We are High Spirits. We're the show that ostensibly talks about sobriety and people's relationship to alcohol and drugs, whether it be positive, negative, sideways, the good, the bad, the ugly, everything. Do we have... Uh, we have a couple guests, some some regulars, uh, some real friends of the pod with us. Sorry, folks. <laughs> the cables were just all that's unplugged my and hanging out, and we're just putting things back together here. Illustrious co-host who can introduce himself, who was absent last week. We missed him dearly. Oh, hey. Um, my name is Pegasus. Hey, Pegasus. Uh, co-host has a name of the week, which is actually quite cool. Uh, I guess I didn't introduce myself. My name is Jay Quellen. I forgot for a second there. I am Jay Quellen, and we have Pegasus today. Getting some Greek mythology up in this biatch. We're just uh, figuring things out right now. <laughs> there, there we go. Good. Hey. How is this? This is better. I think. Sorry. Are we good? Yeah. Looks like this mic stand broke. <laughs> All right, what's up? Hear us in the headphones? Pegasus taking a deep breath. I can hear you in the headphones. Oh, hey, it's Madison. Um, <clears throat> stick around. You guys got to stick around for a great show. We've just introduced uh, Madison's Corner, which will be up in approximately 30 minutes or an hour. Or really, it depends on when she has to bail to go to one of her drug-fueled dance parties. <laughs> where she is ostensibly sober, just like this show is ostensibly about sobriety. Uh, no winking and no nudging there, we're serious. Oh, cool. We don't have the echo <laughs> there. Yeah, it was yeah. weird with the echo. But you know, we love to hear ourselves talk, right, Addison? We do. I went home and listened to the podcast just to hear what I sounded like. And I sound like a valley girl, bitches. Yeah, <laughs> and you're... 
Yeah, you're uh, you're from the valley, right? <laughs> exactly. We have another regular friend of the pod and contributor of the music tonight. Uh, if you want to introduce yourself. Hey, this is Bob. Hey, Bob. Hi, Bob. Hey, Bob. Welcome back. Welcome back. Hey, good to be here. And Bob is also our uh, our, our music person tonight. Yeah, hey, I already covered that, Pegasus. <laughs> hey, ten four, good buddy. <laughs> um, Pegasus is uh, thanks for uh, <clears throat> to our co-host Pegasus for getting everything up and running. We uh, just scrambled right after the comedy show. Hopefully, you were listening to the entirety of that. And you know, it's interesting um, that uh, I have thought that you know it would be fun to <clears throat> maybe kick off this show with uh, occasionally with comments about the comedy set that preceded us because sometimes there is some interesting stuff happening in those sets it's wild this is uncensored free speech comedy underground this is the underground comedy spot you know like i i love in theory to <clears throat> bring somebody new to one of the comedy uh, sets on friday nights so they happen from 8 to 10 with uh open mic starting at 6 p.m to just be like, you know what? I got street cred in this city. I know where the underground comedy spot is, but you just never know what people are going to say. And uh, tying into the topic of our, the theme of our show, High Spirits, uh, we had a joke, if you might remember at the end there, with one of the comics about uh, drinking. I don't remember all the particulars. Actually, I don't remember anything at all, except that there was a joke about drinking. Maybe you guys remember something. I didn't pick that up. Yeah. I, the last guy was super inappropriate, it, it and I liked it. It was a story about him getting shit-faced drunk, uh, jumping into the air, shitting his pants, uh, and passing out in it, front of a bunch of girls. I, I think I was so traumatized by the shitting the pants part, I tuned that part out. But thank you for remind, for jogging my memory, Bob. And, and something about him being three years old and seeing his mother... Well, no, that, that, that was, was the a, next. Comment. That was the next, and you know what I gotta say? I actually, I really like that, guys. I mean, I'm, I would like to hear what you guys thought of that joke. But out of all the jokes, that one really stood out the most. Um, I thought it was. Uh, it, I, I did have one criticism of that <laughs> joke, which is that hot dogs can't be raw; they come pre-cooked. Ah, indeed. Like the ballpark franks, they plump when you cook them, y'all. Plump when you cook them. Um. <laughs> Uh, ballpark pranks. You don't remember that? That's uh, I, I I couldn't tell if you were making an inappropriate sexual joke like the the comedian the last. Comedian no, th did. that is actually a real commercial yeah. for a real product. Uh, ballpark pranks, yeah, which they, I was obsessed they with. when you cook them. Yeah. yeah, as a kid, um, and that was meant to entice people. <laughs> to <laughs> actually, that is funny now that we're... <laughs> I haven't thought about that commercial in a decade. And, yeah, there were some a interesting... Little, a little innuendo, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Hey, all moms out there uh, serving your kids. Um, and there was an uh, appropriate or inappropriate joke about a gentleman who said he dated only uh, single moms and about the snacks and stuff. So, yeah, some memorable stuff. It was pretty interesting. Um, and... I won't get into it now necessarily. I want to see what, what the you know what's going on with the floor. You know, everybody check in what's going on with them. But I did want to say that that comedy thing reminded me that I just watched. Uh, I was blown away. I just watched the new Dave Chappelle uh, Netflix special, 
And I don't know if any of you guys have watched it yet. Is that the one he's getting some criticism about? I'm sure he is getting criticism. I think when I searched his Wikipedia page, because I wanted to learn more about him after this show, I, um, I, I there were some articles. I completely forget what the controversy is, but... I. I can only speculate, and I might, I might speculate by giving some highlights about what I really enjoyed about his humor, which is very controversial indeed. Are you guys talking about Chappelle? Yeah, did you watch it? No, I was going to say the controversy is that he's not funny anymore. Oh. Oh, hey. Uh, um, wait, it's Shadow, Shadow Lady, right? Hey, by the way, that's Shadow Lady who just joined us with Hi a guys. very controversial <laughs> opinion about the new controversy surrounding Dave Chappelle. I'm that, kidding. I love Dave Chappelle. Oh, yeah. He's my boy. He was uh, in he's San Francisco a, a, a month ago. Uh, yeah, he's married to a Filipino, and uh, at the end of his show, he actually thanks her in a beautiful photo of them walking, looking back. Holding hands uh, to my beautiful L or whatever her name is, um, Elfin or L or whatever. And, elf. Uh, and, uh, she's an elf. She's seemed. <laughs> she's I, he's, elf he's size. talked about her a lot in his in his stand up and um, also yeah. just I think offline and. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's. Anyways, we don't have to get into it all now, but I, I'm super jacked up on that. I really, it was a. It was oh, so wait, fun. there is a new one? Not the ones that he came out with, like, a while No, back. no, this is brand new. Oh, I'm excited. Where is it? It's on Netflix. I don't have Netflix Netflix. <laughs> um, Who has Netflix here? Because I'm coming well, obviously, over. Obviously, <laughs> password can you steal? Obviously, I do, because I watched it. Oh, um, all right. I'm but, there. Uh, but I'm using somebody <laughs> else's, of course. That um, makes you not an adult. <laughs> I think I think Netflix is one of those things that uh, is uh, it's part of the new sharing economy. Hey, millennials sharing economy, you know, Netflix, Netflix and chill. You know, I, I like to uh, Netflix and chill. And uh, usually 100 uh, percent of the time, that just means that I'm hanging out on the couch, chilling by myself, watching Netflix. That's Netflix and chilling for Jay Quellen. Uh, you know, anybody out there want to change that? Just call in 415-550-0511. What and about me? I am open to watching that I'm special coming. again. Uh, you don't count, Shadow Lady. <laughs> um, All right. It, it will it will definitely not be chill. <laughs> just, I, don't, I don't know what that means. I don't know. Controversial topics abound. Um, so I know that... Um, I think it would be cool maybe if uh, we have one, two, three, four, five people in the room, uh, five beloved people, and uh, maybe it'd be cool for everyone to have a, a brief check-in um, so that, you know, you guys, the fans, the audience can get to know who um, who we are again. Um, this is just our fifth show. And uh, yeah, so you want to start off, Bob? No. Okay, there we go. <laughs> I'm like, what exactly are you looking for us to do? Hey, you know, we you want us like, to, to anonymously introduce ourselves. Be like, I'm Madison, and I will do Madison's corner. Call me with your tax questions, international tax questions specifically, or you can find me in the club with a crazy colored wig. There it is. That's it. And that's, that's Madison. Madison. That's Madison. Oh, I was just thinking about the happenings of the week. You know, anything interesting happening in your week? Uh, I saw a, just on the drive over here, I saw a down and out, pres presumably homeless uh, woman on the street wearing a Coachella sweatshirt. And uh, that just gave me pause. I'll just stop there. Are you sure she's homeless or that's hobo chic? 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. See, that's where that's where I'm stopping. But uh, I did think that I did. I, I will say that viscerally, something felt wrong about that. To me, I felt sad. I felt sad. Maybe a little outraged and jealous because i knew you were trying to go no no i'm not I, oh not coachella you're trying to go to burning man oh everybody's out of burning man right now so uh we're you know thousands of our fans are, are not here today <laughs> like yes but we can get parking uh, indeed oh gosh every year you're absolutely right bob i i have been getting parking i have been i don't know what else uh Getting into restaurants, all those I restaurants. I feel like the city's better when they're gone. I know that's <laughs> terrible for me to say, but Let's just the club's got a better crowd. Like, it's just better. Oh, yeah, you've noticed that? Oh, yeah. Because yeah. you, you, you move in a, in a burner dance scene, would you say? The I, first half of your night, right? Well, I try to avoid the clubs that most burners go to, but... I have noticed, I do notice that when Burning Man's on, it's more people that are just dancing at the club and it's kind of a, I don't know, I feel like everybody's really there for the music in a way that, I don't know if it's just because the Burning Man people aren't there or if it's just there's not as many people out in general. I don't know, it just had a different vibe, like it had a totally different vibe last weekend and I'm thinking tonight's gonna have a different vibe too. And it's a good vibe, it's a really good vibe, so. Vibe. Yeah. I'm almost curious and now I'm like debating. I kind of want to like check it out with you because I normally go to Burning Man parties because I actually like the music. So if you're saying like the opposite, I'm like, hmm, maybe I will investigate tonight. Oh, well, you're more than welcome to come. Um, I theoretically might have an extra ticket because I wasn't sure that you were coming, so I invited somebody else, but now they can't come, maybe. So I'm like, I don't know, we'll see what happens at midnight. Maybe Shadow Lady will be with Madison in the club. <laughs> it's a crazy Dolby Atmos sound system tonight. It's going to be the bomb. Man. What's going on? I think Pegasus has been doing a lot of research for our, for our grand topic today. Oh, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> I was excited. I was like, stats, stats, yeah, stats, I do stats. remember a few things. Um, so I guess if, uh, if our check-ins are all done, <laughs> the one then, uh, then we... Shadow Lady, present. Okay, present. <laughs> uh, Jay Quellen, present. Um, yeah. Pegasus, present. Ah, there we go. Pegasus. It's Friday. I am... You know, back when I drank, I was completely either sozzled or hung over by this day. And I, uh, you know, after a, a week of actually working now, I, I still feel pretty tired. So I'm not entirely here. Totally understand. Yeah. I'll catch up with you all. Yeah. I feel, yeah. I mean, yeah, go for it. No. <laughs> no, I was just uh, wondering how this uh, microphone smells like hairspray. Hey, you know what? I just smelled my microphone and I wanted to puke. <laughs> Don't do that, guys. Uh, yeah, Hairspray is a lot better. And hopefully nobody puked on this microphone. Um, Bob, smell yours. Anything? No. Roses really smell like... Yeah, they've got the primary microphones that get used a lot more than the guest microphones. We spit in, uh, we spit in so much game on these mics. Uh, so I think that uh, the topic was uh, the theme for tonight 
proposed by Pegasus was a really cool one, and uh, uh, it was about um, how the people how people relate to holidays and occasions and in their drinking and use and partying and and maybe not um and the kind of fun or not that they have and so we were sort of prepping for this with a little discussion that was fun and um i definitely have stories and experiences i can share uh, being out there drunk at all these occasions and also what it's like sober i just Pegasus got me thinking about how, like, now I just fall asleep often. <laughs> and let's not pussyfoot around this. People love a three-day weekend so that they can just go and get as fucked up as possible, be completely blotto for three days, and then stagger in on Tuesday and, you know, uh, try to make some semblance of getting back to work. At least that's how it was for me. Blotto. Isn't blotto from... Blotto. Like, uh, oh, Bluto. My name is Otto. I like to get Blotto. <laughs> Reference from please. The Simpsons. Yeah. Otto the bus driver. Oh, okay. That's what he says in AA. No, he no way. To an AA meeting. Simpsons. Why did I not know that there's a character that goes to an AA? Me- is it new? Like newer episodes? Well, there's actually Barney, the who was originally the the drunk. Oh yeah. He, he actually gets clean and sober. And for uh, around... <laughs> he oh. said Barney. I, I thought of the dinosaur. I'm like, yeah, what? Well, he's yeah. in The Simpsons? Yeah, well, okay. Wow. Barney's that's, that's sober? That's where your mind goes. Yeah. Uh, can't you just imagine Barney the dinosaur stumbling around drunk, though? Yes. You're well, my best friend. Oh, boy. We need... Th- has there been a documentary about the man inside the costume? Oh my God. Or the voice? <laughs> now we need to find out. What was going did, on? Did there. you guys ever play Doom? The video yeah, game of course, Doom? definitely. The, oh, yeah. the, there was a mod for Doom that uh, re- replaced uh, the monsters with Barney, <laughs> and it was really disturbing because the, it would it would make the "I love you" as like the monster noise, and you'd be running around in these rooms, and this like just evil "I love you" would just echo through <laughs> the speakers as it was getting closer and closer, and then this giant purple dinosaur would try to kill you. Wow. Yeah, that is... I, I would have liked that, actually. Um, I I remember I got into Rise of the Triad uh, more than Doom for some reason. Doom, the movie, was fantastic. Oh, oh. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, my God, yeah. And what? Carl Urban. Yeah. I actually love that movie for real, so... Could you? I, do. I yeah. love The Rock. Oh my Could god! You? Oh, I love, I love the, rock. the Rock. Oh yeah. Could you? And they actually. Explain? He's got a new show. Ballers. Yes. Yeah. It's Ball- been around. Ballers is not new. It's been around for like four seasons, three seasons. For me. Oh. <laughs> hey, new Dave Chappelle. It's actually new... kind of surprising that he's still doing it. You know, this year, uh, Dwayne Johnson is the highest paid actor. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. In TV and film, or just in, in yeah. well, yeah. Period. In, yeah. In film, mainly. He's. Yeah. Uh, I love him. I mean, we gotta celebrate that guy's neck muscles. All right. I think he deserves to be paid a hundred million dollars a year for for that achievement alone. Yeah. We should start a slow <laughs> slow clap. Well, I want to watch his okay. new movie. Um, what is it? Uh, the Fast Furious spinoff. Oh, Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, I gotta watch Hobbs and Shaw. Oh boy. Yeah. That's something. So we were talking about somehow about holidays. 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 Happy holidays. holidays. 
Happy well, I... holidays. <laughs> well, what holiday do we have coming up here? Does anybody remember the name of it? The one on Monday? Yeah. That, that would be Labor Day, I believe. Okay, well, I just... You know, not everybody, everybody confuses. Some people confuse well, you know, we Memorial Day and Labor Day. International listeners. All right, I do. International listeners. <laughs> like, Can anybody know, explain what this ever. holiday is actually oh, about? Gosh, I have no idea. I thought it was like a rest for the workers. It's like a total socialist for the people proletariat holiday. Oh, that's what I thought. I thought it was a celebration of communism. I mean, I yeah. of course that would get voted into a federal holiday up, here in the United States. <laughs> Now somebody has to look it up on the interweb. Wikipedia's <laughs> um, for. Well, so um, I thought it was, uh, you know, I just remembered what it was like for me, and I kind of was kind of curious what the statistics are, as Jay Quillen was was saying, and um, it's just sort of interesting what the uh, what are the most popular days holidays to get drunk on and um well the most popular of course the most popular is mardi gras oh well what by by the average number of drinks consumed per holiday that's across the entire population not just amongst those of us who binge drink i mean that's read fairly regional i would think yeah, yeah. I don't know how they cooked up these statistics. It's just a. Well, this is from alcohol.org. And we're. Okay. Jake Paul well, and I were looking at this we, earlier. Yeah, we are so, not so, sure hey, that this is not an industry so where, where organization. Do, where, does, where does St. Patty's rank? Number three, I'm guessing? That's right. Hey. Number three. Um, number two is New, New Year's, Year's Eve. Yeah. Number three is St. Patrick's Day. Number four, anybody want to guess that there's some. Uh, beta Breakers. <laughs> Not an actual holiday. Um, that would be the 4th of July. Hey, it was a holiday four. for me. It was three holidays. Um, oh, and I guess I should count off the uh, the number of average number of drinks consumed per capita. Begins with Mardi Gras, 4.5. New Year's Eve, 4.4. St. Patrick's Day, 4.2. 4th of July, 3.8. I mean, that's kind of mystifying. You would think it would be more for celebrating our nationalistic birthday. And then we have... Halloween at number five. Oh yeah, three and a half drinks per, and then Cinco de Mayo, three and a half drinks. Um, I have a feeling Halloween is also like a big drug drug yeah. day. Oh yeah, or night. Uh, then we have Memorial Day at three point three drinks per, and inexplicably La- Labor Day is only three point two ah. drinks per, hmm. and that's holiday number eight. Then we have winter holidays at three point one, and Thanksgiving at two point seven. Labor Day that doesn't is seem right like to me. Lamenting the end of summer, right? Isn't what there are something... the months? I have a question. What are the months for those holidays? Because I wonder, like, if it starts like you're you're partying hardcore. What's the first one? Is it New Year's? Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras. Is what is it? New Orleans. It, I mean, part of all. <laughs> so you start partying in New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, isn't from... Mardi Gras right before Easter? Yeah, yeah but is. I feel like there's different. Dates for that, I get confused. Well, no, carna- it, it, Carnival is different dates I per mean, country, so that you can travel around carnival. and hit Carnival. Yeah, I've always kind of equated the two holidays yeah, in my mind, but I, I guess, guess Mardi Gras is specific to New Orleans. Oh, it's, yeah, it's the yeah, day yeah. before Ash Wednesday. Yes, yes. March fifth. Yeah. Oh, but wait, Tuesday. in in twenty eighteen, it was February thirteenth. In twenty twenty, it will be February twenty fifth. Yeah, it's because Easter isn't on the same day. 
Well, why is that? Hmm. Ask God. I was going to say, because... <laughs> oh, boy, yeah. Jesus, Rose, I don't know, yeah. Free speech uh, radio. Okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure... There's probably not a high A friend of mine has a uh, lenticular Jesus in his bathroom. Uh, lenticular are the uh, images that move when you when you change the angle that you're viewing them from. Do the eyes follow yes. you? No, no. The eyes open and close when you move. Oh, no. oh yeah. in the bathroom. It's it's like yeah, it's like Jesus on the cross with the cr crown of thorn of crown of thorns and the eyes open and close when you move. It's great. Jesus yeah. is watching you. <laughs> Sorry. Carry on then. Uh, I yeah, I came home the other day and somebody left a big picture of Jesus on my front oh, door. Oh yeah, you texted me. Yeah, that. I was like, what is this? But I think it was Church it was of me. Christ of Latter Day Saints. It looked like an LDS one, but I could be wrong. You got? Do you have a picture of it? I do. Oh, you did send me a picture. I think I deleted the picture yeah, though, I but it. I sent it to. But was it LDS? I don't know. So we have one of those doorbell cameras that you can see who was on your porch, and it was these three women. So I don't know, three young women. Oh, that's not LDS. Then. Yeah, no, it's definitely not. Yeah, it's probably Jehovah's suits. Witness. Yeah, yeah. So. Hova. Now that I think about it, the Mormons would have had the. Hova. Had the suits with the name tags, Elder so and so, and Elder so and so. Um, so, oh, so we we're, we're trying it without music. Um, it, without music. people have commented that, uh, the music can be a little distracting because what happens is everything, all this audio gets compressed down to like nothing on the internet and ends up with a bunch of noise. Wait, it. is that lossless compression? Did you discover lossless compression? No? Silicon Valley guys? No. Um... No, that was the guy from the show. Yeah. Lossless compression over the Internet of Things, your refrigerator acting as your server or something like that. Um, but maybe we have some tech people here who could explain things to us. <laughs> so Labor Day, Pegasus, you had some more. You're giving us some stats. Oh, on yeah. Different holidays. And uh, did you want to, unless you had other stuff, did you want to share about your Labor Day? experiences pre and post apocalypse I uh I, I think we're awash in a sea of statistics over here and m maybe we could all share on our yeah but feel, please please pepper in the stats what are you guys doing I'll throw for stuff this out Labor periodically Day. how about that going to the beach nice Jake um, Wallen really don't know Madison I am going to the office to work. Uh, Forget Darren. I asked you, <laughs> Bob. <Darren>. Laundry. <laughs> Better than work. Shadow lady. <laughs> I'm going hiking. Nice. Where? Um, Presidio. I think Presidio. it's called like Lover's Lane or oh. something. I've never been there. It's really pretty. Lover's in Lane, the huh? photo. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I'm going with my Love old friend from high school, her baby, and her aunts. Oh, so cute. Yeah, all girls. Oh, yeah. That's really cool. Um, I wanted to go. I'm off six days. I have shared that with you guys. I am in the halfway. This is the halfway point of having six days off. And it's gone by fast. I am... Yeah, I have three more days, but I know it's going to go by super fast. 
But uh, I wanted to go on a hike. Since you mentioned that, I, I had all these ideas. I wanted to go on a solo road trip. But I have so many commitments, you know, through the day. I was like, nah, can't do it. Can't do it. But the reason I took six days off in the first place was because I got it cleared at work to go to Burning Man, which I've never been to and I'm not really interested in going to. We can do our own burn at the beach. Uh, do Light it. some stuff up. Oh, yeah. Pyro. Um, do you guys know how to do a bonfire? Like, what's a deal? Because I'm not like a Cali native. Do you get a permit or you just bring some gasoline and newspaper? <laughs> what do we do? Yeah, I don't know how you go about doing that. But we've been thinking of buying a fire pit for our yard. So, can I don't you, know. Maybe we could get on that. Can you buy it this weekend? And then I'm <laughs> we'll actually, do the burn right now, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, that's a really good idea. We should buy a fire pit this weekend. I feel like I have some stuff I need to write down on paper and burn to let go of it. You know what I mean? Like, there's something. It sounds amazing. Nice about doing that. Maybe some tax numbers. <laughs> Exactly. A tax code. At the end of law school, my neighbors burnt the tax code in our driveway. So that was sort of entertaining. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> literally. Well, they burnt one one volume of the 10 volumes of the Internal Revenue Code. But, you know. What, was that in solidarity with you or? No, everybody else hated tax except for me. So, you know. Uh. Just wanted to interrupt this program and let you know, for all our uh, podcast fans, uh, you may just be tuning into us now. <laughs> so if uh, uh, here you're on with uh, me, Jay Quellen, my co-host Pegasus, and our lovely friends of the pod and guests, and our co-host uh, Shadow Lady, who's recently uh, upgraded, promoted from intern to co-host. But I want to say an intern. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We'll leave it up to you. <laughs> okay. We'll leave it up to the Standards and Ethics Board. But we have our friends of the pod, Madison and Bob, and uh, Shadow Lady, Pegasus, and myself. Uh, just for those of you who may just be tuning in, um, welcome. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Shadow Lady always has something good to, to, to fill. To fill when we go, when we go dead. But um, yeah, Labor Day. Uh, yeah, this I have these six days off that I would go to. The only reason Burning Man was on the table is because uh, a couple of weeks ago or a week ago, I guess, a friend, an acquaintance just was like, I'm making it super easy for you, man. I have a ticket. I have housing, uh, you know, everything. Just do it. A ton of our friends are going and it's special. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll go. Are, are, are you going? No. Oh, it's, it's too, a bit late now. It's too late. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely too late. I can't yeah, communicate with anybody there. <laughs> but no, uh, definitely you, not going. Do you know what he was offering you as far as housing? Uh, yeah, they, they had an RV. Oh. Uh, so it was, a, it was a bed in an RV. Uh, I think that would have been quite nice. Uh, yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's... Uh... It's not a, it's not cheap. I mean, it w it was the total cost was going to be thousands of dollars. The ticket 
it, it's a thousand dollar ticket. I guess, you know, I mean, you guys may know this, but uh, where we are today, I guess, with uh, Burning Man ticket sales is that, you know, you follow some instructions to try to get the uh, limited release uh, supply of uh, roughly $400 tickets, I think 380 or 400 And then they have a parking pass, which I think is under $100. And then they have a ton of tickets that are $1,000. <laughs> But everything sells out. All those tickets sell oh, yeah. out. But I think those are resales. Uh, no, like the ones no, that are thousands. No, the thousands are not resales. They are. The thousands are original. They are. They are just uh, the next level after the um, the four hundred dollar ones sell out. Mm. And they're just trying to generate revenue, run their thing, you know, make it happen, keep it going. Uh, but resales, I did look. I became very curious. I did a lot of homework. All of this spurred me on to potentially really. Think about it, do my homework, satisfy some of the conditions that weren't being met uh, for me this year, which is why I didn't go and go next year um, and try to get that cheaper ticket. But um, I was going to say on StubHub, I did when I was doing my homework on, you know, is a thousand dollars a good price. There were 500 tickets on StubHub uh, about a week before, you know, people started going and the minimum price was sixteen or seventeen hundred dollars, and that minimum price dropped. You know, every day, every day. You know, as we got closer, I don't know what the the bottom price ended up being, or what what a ticket would cost now. Like <laughs> five hundred—that's a lot of tickets to gouge. But I, uh, my friends say that you know, gouging is not in the spirit of of the program. <laughs> I guess. Uh, but I don't know. Anyways, what do I know? I haven't been Is there. Is paying $1,000 in the spirit of the thing? Oh, yeah. Like... So my whole thing, this last minute thing, was going to reasonably cost me $2,500. Very reasonable, everyone said. That's, yeah. that's for, for Burning Man, that's actually not bad. I should have gone. I think the tickets were $45 the first time I went. Yeah, I know. Bob, you were saying that you went. Yeah. Yeah. I've been a number of times. Uh, to Black Rock City, or is that... That's what they call it, yeah, yeah the playa. Yeah. Wow. Except for the one year that it wasn't on the playa. <laughs> yeah, there was one year that uh, the BLM, the Bureau of Land Management, uh, kind of at the last minute just wouldn't give them permits to do it in the usual dry lake bed that they do it on, so they scrambled and wow. um, got a uh, local rancher to give him permission to do it on his uh, cattle ranch. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was really weird. It was, uh, not a dry lake bed. And the first thing they had to do was, uh, clean up all of the dead cow bones and dead cow carcasses. And they actually took all of the, uh, cow bones and built a giant sculpture out of it, which is very much in the, um, Burning Man, uh, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, it was, it was okay. But, um, I mean, part of being out in the middle of the dry lake bed is that there's, there's no plants, there's no bugs, there's nothing. And when you're, uh, you know, kind of in a grassland, it's definitely a different, different feel. But it was, it was still fun. It was still Burning Man. I would go if somebody paid for my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and gave you an RV to sleep in? Exactly. I don't even care, though. Like, Shadow I Lady, feel like you I would totally be like, yeah, anyone who wants to sponsor me, I mean, I'll make art, I'll cook. <laughs> I'll do service. I just won't pay because I think it's ridiculous. I think you can volunteer and potentially go free or discounted. Um, I don't know that I heard that. I think you 
need like a month though because don't you go like three weeks in advance and help them set up Ooh. and like all that wow like, they're I think set up it's and like break a, down yeah, yeah i, I, think it's, like, I don't think process. it's something you can just volunteer for yeah okay yeah okay. there are people who have been doing it for years yeah. i know people at work as uh, as yeah. security and they're like training throughout the year and they're you it, know it's 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 not a volunteer position it's a lifestyle <laughs> it's not a drug it's Indeed. a lifestyle <laughs> and it's taken over san francisco it's funny like i definitely know in the startup world like it's such a big deal and i always keep my opinions to myself but you can read it in my face like mm, <laughs> when i was in that circle i'm just like <laughs> yeah there, so cool there was a, a startup that um the the CEO bought um, all of his employees tickets to Burning Man this year. What? Yeah. As, you know, a place to uh, foster new ideas. Dang or... it. Why didn't I work there? That could have been my shot, Bob. Oh, <laughs> yeah, except you would probably would have had to be at Burning Man with your coworkers, and that would have sucked. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I've generally like liked my coworkers now, especially being sober. I feel like I tolerate people a lot more. Mm. Yeah, for sure. I uh I definitely uh, on that note, I definitely have more charitable views towards people. I'm not as misanthropic, misanthropic, but uh and I feel like people are just doing the best they can. You know, I, I think I give people the benefit of the doubt these days rather than think that uh, people are out to get me or, you know, anyways, just on that topic. Oh, back to burning, man. See, and I hate people more now. What? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so why do you hate people now? I don't know. I think that now I feel like I'm more aware of people's behavior and I always... I mean, I've always been an optimist. I always think people have good intentions, but through sobriety and through being a little more aware of what's going on, I think there's a lot of people that actually, not a lot, I think there's a few people that really actually don't have good intentions. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. And, like, that's something that I never used to really see before, whereas now I kind of do, and it's kind of sad, but but for the most part, I agree with you. Everybody's, the majority of people are just doing the best they can, but, but... Other people are just assholes, and it bugs me now. And before I could just get drunk and not pay attention to it. That's so true, because I had this one best friend for the entire summer, and I realized that we were best friends because I was drunk for the entire summer. BFF. Summer BFF. And she had a convertible. So you were just using her. She was using me, too. I'm a very, very good, like, wing woman. Madison will attest to that. <laughs> are we going to break? Oh, okay. <laughs> we are. We're going to try some new things out, some new music, take a break in a few. So, um, but uh, yeah, people, people, places, and things, guys. Our attitude changes, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, hopefully we'll talk more a little bit later about these various holidays that uh, used to be completely shit-faced on. Um, we won't be gone long. We'll be back in a couple of minutes. You can think of people right. that you either hate or 
tolerate line break. All right, was we'll it, be back. Who was it? Uh, Diderot or uh, uh, Hell is Other People was a proclamation made by uh, Jean-Paul Sartre, I believe. And that's how I felt as a drunk. On that note. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> All right, we'll be back. Back folks. in a minute.
Are we coming back, guys? Hey, y'all. Thanks for uh, chilling out with those tunes. Uh, let's see. Let's get everybody back on. Bob, who was that? It was, it was really chill. Chill tunes. Zero seven. All right. Zero seven. Um, and uh, very cool. That was very chill. I think um, we're all pretty tired. <laughs> I think it was good mellow. Mellow tune there. But uh, we are back. And uh, hey, get off your phone, guys. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, so I think Shadow Lady has some stats for all of us about all these stats. Earlier, I was looking up uh, about pizza. Like, what's the most popular popular days for pizza sales? Domino's has published those statistics. And the top... Days include New Year's, uh, Eve, New Year's Day, and the Thanksgiving Eve, which, uh, and Halloween, I think. Uh, and, oh, what am I talking about? The Super Bowl <laughs> as well. Super Bowl's up there. But uh, Thanksgiving Eve is a holiday that I always refer to as the pre-Thanksgiving shit show. Everybody comes home. They go to their local neighborhood dive bar and get trashed before they have to hang out with the family. All right, I got a game. <clears throat> I have a game for us to play for the stats. There's going to be three choices, and I would like you guys to guess, like, which one is the number one, the number two, and number three that people consume on certain holidays. Okay. All right. For Halloween, put this in order from number one, two, and then three. There's... <laughs> Yes, sugar is a drug, for sure. But no, that's not part of it. Um, tequila, beer, and vodka. Wait, what? Between which those one? three, like, which one is number which, one, which number two? Which is consumed the most on Halloween? Correct. Oh, oh vodka. Oh, what are the... What that's are your number one. What's your number two and three? Well, vodka's always my number one. <laughs> Wait, tequila, beer, and this vodka. This is for the masses, not just personal. Well, I can only go by my own experience. Halloween, I'm going to say tequila is at the top. Okay. All right, so let's make it easy. What's your guess for number one? Yeah. Pegasus, tequila, vodka, or beer? I already know the answer. Ah, uh, all right, then. <laughs> then guess wrong. Ma just no. I'm going to say beer. <laughs> okay. Oh. Madison. I can literally see the answers. <laughs> <laughs> so then you better get this right. Tequila. Tequila mocking. Schnapps. <laughs> Wild card. It's not part of the choices. Jesus. And you can already see it. X factor. Beer. That's right. It's beer for oh, Halloween. Okay. Oh. Hmm. All right. Next. For Thanksgiving. Which one is number one between whiskey, beer, and wine? Wine. Yeah, probably wine. Tequila. Tequila, Tequila. and turkey, they, they go hand in hand. And the answer is wine. So the soft stuff is what you're saying. I think it's classier, maybe, around Thanksgiving, you know. I mean, are we going by number of drinks or the amount of actual alcohol content? Mm, pass. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Okay, last one. For 
sipping season. This is, I want to say, around maybe Christmas or. I'm sorry, did you say sipping season? Yeah. I'm like, what's yeah. I think that just means like during the winter. Is this like an Australian website? I <laughs> I have no <laughs> or idea. <something>. Sipping season. <laughs> oh, that term. Well, anyway, so for let's say it's for Christmas and New Year's. Okay. Uh, but then that's kind of easy. I'll just answer. It's champagne. champagne. Yep. Yeah, there right. we go. Thanks for playing, guys. Oh. <laughs> that's my do, game. Do, 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 do. <laughs> I um I don't know who did Madison, Madison and Pegasus <laughs> and Shadow Lady. It would be sad if I didn't win. Madison like staring at the answers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's how you ace a test. Okay, I have a new game. <laughs> how can you tell if you're a binge drinker? Joker game. It's a game. It it <laughs> might be both. We haven't decided yet. But let's see if you say yes or no. Even if you don't drink alcohol every day, you could be a binge drinker if you. So we'll go around the room and you say like yes or no to each one, okay? Did you guys get that? Yeah. yeah. All right. Making sure <laughs> you understand the rules. Regularly drink more than the low risk drinking guidelines in a single session so i guess i would be like two drinks right two drink what's minimum? the low risk I drinking guideline i think the low risk guideline like is actually one drink yeah it's even less than two drinks a day it's some like amount that nobody drinks obviously so do you try to drink less than like the guideline what these days <laughs> um well, that's wait. What was no? <laughs> in in my drink when I drank, I was a binge drinker. I don't need this quiz to tell me yeah, that. Two two bottles and I, I, two bottles. I, mean, I think it's over the guidelines. Yeah, with this group of people, I think the answers are going to be pretty obvious to these questions. The answer is an emphatic yes. The, times, the answer times is a million, yes. Times we, we, a this game is no fun. You guys don't know how to play <laughs> by hey, the rules. Alcohol. This is a game that that we all lose. <laughs> say, well, did did you drink? Did you drink less than the guidelines, Shadow Lady? My guideline was like, don't drink if you're pregnant. <laughs> so. <laughs> so the rest of the time, just as much as as you wanted, or I was gonna make like a really bad joke, but I'll keep that to myself. Okay. okay. Free speech radio. Free speech radio. Now I want to know. Oh boy. I'll tell you at the club later. You can find me at the club. Without Bub in my <laughs> mouth. <laughs> Sorry. Karaoke hour with Madison. I, I actually have been listening to that song a lot lately because I love it. Is that 50 Cent? It is 50 Cent. He's coming back. Uh, Everything old is new again. Oh, boy. Dave Chappelle. He's old and he's new. What about this? What countries have the worst drinking cultures? Ireland, Russia. Uh, well, uh, qualify worst drinking yeah. culture. Highest amount of consumed or highest rates of alcoholism or. Um, I think it most means... wives beaten. <laughs> Do you know where that is? 
Do I? Yeah. Do you have a, the information there? No, I, I'm asking you. I like, where know. are the most wives be in? I, I don't know. I was wondering what you were, how you were qualifying this, this question. I don't even right. know what I'm reading right now. Can you help me? Because <laughs> yeah. he's trying to ask me how All to right. qualify it. I'm an inter. This is why I need to stay an intern. No. How do I you're, scroll? Because I don't understand how to use it. You're at Mac. the helm of this show tonight. <laughs> Max confuse me. I'm a PC girl. Uh, I hate Max. Max Bialystok. They don't say what is the worst drinking culture. I think they just say, um, oh... So, it's science have been trying, a survey exploring drinking advice around the world found that the answer to how much alcohol is safe to drink varies depending on where you live. So, each of these countries think that these amounts are safe to drink. Right, yeah. See, see, that's one of the funny things about, you know, the alcohol rates in different countries is that, you know, what is considered alcoholism is, you know, varies in different countries, what people right. consider to be problem drinking is you know different in different countries i see how this goes so essentially actually the united states thinks it's safe to drink the most alcohol the united states and the philippines say it's safe to drink 14 grams whatever (laughs) grams Grams yeah grams g is grams right I guess. Uh, are we talking safe to drive? Gallons. Or, or, or yeah, 14, <laughs> 14 gallons per year. Oh, my God. So I guess three or four drinks a day is thought to be safe in the U.S. What? But in Sweden, that's well over the amount. So they recommend two drinks a day. Um, and I guess a standard drink in Iceland and the U.K. is 88 grams. Sorry, eight grams of alcohol compared to grams. 20 grams in Austria. Huh. But I do think that's interesting that Americans think it's safest to drink way more than everybody else. Italy comes slightly after the States. Wait, but who, um, was this study conducted by an American anheuser <laughs> Yeah, y- Years ago when I lied to my doctor and told her I only had Oh, uh, this four is to The five... Guardian. I... Oh. Years ago when I lied to my doctor and told her I only had four to five drinks... Uh, Five to six times a week, she told me that was too much. Yeah. Well, I think these are talking to people, like just random people. Yeah. Oh, wait. People this the is street. the science of random people? It is. Yeah. So this is like, yeah, we asked readers to summarize their country's attitude towards alcohol, and the unscientific results seem to suggest oh. we might all be tipping the scale when it comes to consuming oh. a safe amount. So, I don't trust anything by The Guardian. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. No, it's seriously. Interesting. Oh yeah, Japan. Everybody drinks. What, what's the poll size on this? I don't know. We, I like we this part. We asked ten people. Like this, this part, like where they have like a summary of what their drinking culture is like. So, for example, here, South Africa, it's eleven to twelve grams, and their um, tagline is "Most people drink socially." And then for Spain, grams? it's 10 grams. Is it grams, right? It's got to be grams. Okay. What the Workers stop for brunch with a beer followed by a big brandy. So that's for Spain. And then here we go, repping. Yeah, Philippines. Once a bottle is opened, it must be finished. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up. I am Filipino. And then France. The French drink 
to savor the flavors and to enhance their food. Of Wait, course. who's saying this? The French. The, like the French said this about themselves. You know, in that highly official <laughs> like, poll yeah. from The Guardian. Yeah. <laughs> the, this is truth. This is not fake news. Ah, uh, The Guardian. And then here, Australia, binge drinking is glorified. I believe that. And it's actually fairly similar. So the U.S., there is a binge drinking culture. Indeed. Yeah. And what what is the uh, the volume amount in Australia compared to the U.S.? Um, that's considered Australia is ten grams, and the U.S. is fourteen grams. Oh, we win! Of course, we're number one. <laughs> and then here, Italy, twelve grams. Consuming alcohol revolves around food. And the last one, UK, 8 grams. This is actually funny. Drinking yourself insensible is not only acceptable, it's admired. Huh. Yeah, I have a buddy who lives in, who's lived in London for the last 10 years, and he we visited him once, and these guys are drinking all the time. At lunch, breaks, dinner, company meals. That's how they do it up in London. What's going on? <laughs> have you uh, ever been to London? I have, yeah. Um, yeah, the the bars all shut down there around midnight. They shut down so early. Yeah, and it's really weird. Um, and there's this like mad, like everybody just tries to slam as much alcohol as they <laughs> can before the bars shut down, and then the bars shut down, and the streets are just full of drunk people. <laughs> Just trying to get home. It's it's kind of madness. And I remember, yeah, in in some, you know, you would have to sort of do your homework to find the clubs that were open later, you know, the the nightclubs or whatever. But yeah, I was super surprised that the pubs closed that early. I was not a happy camper when I went there all those years ago. Speaking of which, what do you th- what do you think about the uh, the bill that they're trying to uh, allow drinking until four a.m. in uh, several major cities and California, including San Francisco. Oh. Well, I actually think it's a fantastic idea. Like, I know coming from somebody in recovery, that's crazy, but... No, um, I don't think it's crazy. No, but I think that, like, when I'm out, I see people, and people really are trying to kind of get those last few drinks. Yeah, no, I mean, I I brought it up specifically because I was thinking about what happens in London, and there is, to a lesser extent, because it is later, it is 2 a.m., but on a Friday or Saturday night, you know, right when the bars shut down, there is still that, you know, everybody's trying to slam, you know, their their last drinks. And then, you know, the you know, the dangerous time to be on the road is right when the bars shut down. Exactly. Well, and in some ways I dislike it because the club gets really good around three, which <laughs> is when all the drunks leave. And I think they've all left because they can't get any more alcohol. So from that perspective, I'll have to put up with them longer, which I didn't think about until just now. <laughs> but the flip side of that is that maybe people will pace themselves a little bit better um and i also i mean i actually think it's good for the economy really? and good for do, the city do you really think people will pace themselves better because well. booze will be available more for more amount of time <laughs> it's a theory normal people that's what they promise right i don't know plus it is it's good for the economy it's like i don't know when I did my summer study abroad in Spain, you could basically drink all night, and it was fun. And I actually like feel like I was a little more marginally responsible about my drinking. Of course, I wasn't as bad at that point in my life either. 
But, like, I was never blackout drunk, even though I could drink all night in Spain, whereas in North America, I've always been blackout drunk. So I don't know if it was just the context or the fact that I could be at the club dancing all night while I drank or that I was drinking a lot of Red Bull and vodka and maybe that was keeping me a little more present in the moment. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, totally present. vodka like the only thing i could say oh that's funny yerbas i remember drinking a lot of those like uh digestive digestivos oh there's like a drink for everything in europe you know drink to take a shit in the morning (laughs) drink drink to digest your food drink to give you an appetite before you eat (laughs) like Strictly for medicinal poipuses. <laughs> oh, Pegasus. I know that for like um, Hungary, they do that like throughout the day. Palinka. Pol- it's like Palinka? Palinka. Oh, isn't that a game on The Price is Right? Hey, pachinko? Is it? Pachinko. Palinka? <laughs> Palinka. No, Pachinko is like, I think, the game hall in Japan or something. Palinka. Uh, Palinka. Okay. Duly noted. Um, I can't wait till I go to Europe sober. <laughs> I'm a little, so I'm thinking about, I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to plan a trip to Berlin for December oh, randomly. Um, but, you know, I have been thinking, I haven't been to Europe sober. I mean, actually I have, I went to the, U, I went to London for business and I actually got my eight month chip in London at a meeting? Um, at a meeting, yeah. You never told yeah. me that, dog. That's awesome. Yeah, it was actually pretty cool. It was in like the basement of a church and whatever. Um, but aside, but I was at work, so it was, and I was newly sober, so it was just, I don't know. I guess in some ways I was closer to my sobriety then than I am now, and in some ways it's a little worrisome for me to go to Europe. But I feel like Berlin in the winter will not be as. Mm. It's not going to be like sitting out on a piazza and having a cigarette and a glass of wine. You know what I mean? It's going to be like cold AF. And it's going to be more like ice luge in the club. Exactly. In Berlin, you know, they have like all weekend parties. You you can come in and out. It's like a house. It's I don't I just remember I, it was I was out of my mind. It was so fun. Um, but I will say I have I mean, you know, drunk a log. I love Berlin in my travels, in my, you know, basic travels. It was, it's one of my favorite cities and I had a blast there and I had a friend living there from college. So I got to crash with him for a few weeks and what I thought would be two days turned into like four weeks. And so it was really special. My drunken highlight was that, you know, we were partying all night and all day for a couple days and, uh, uh, one morning I'm trying to get back to the house and I got on the U-Bahn and I was so trashed. I just fell asleep in, in the train and I ended up in some city, some other city, you know, like an hour and a half outside of Berlin. And I was, I was totally not buying tickets because I'm like, they're never going to uh, I guess, you know, it's a, what do you call it? Honor system there where they have fair checkers, plain clothes, fair checkers. For some reason, I was like, I'm never going to get caught. So I, uh, that's what I did. 
And I got back somehow. I didn't even know where anything was, but somehow. Made it. That happened to me at the Marina Beach, uh, the Marina Festival many years ago, too. Like, I just was like blacked out for eight. I lost eight hours of my life and then came to in some random apartment complex in the Marina. I had gotten into a fight with my friends. They had presumably gone back to our friend's house to crash. I had never, I'd, I don't even, I'd been to this guy's place for five minutes before we started the day. Um, somehow I found, found the place. After some hours, I was able to find it, crawl back in. Hey, let me in, guys. That was a low point, you know? But I, I didn't even think, it didn't even cross my mind. Oh, stop drinking. It didn't even cross my mind once. Not drinking didn't cross my mind once until I got sober. What about? The day I got sober. And even then, I didn't know that I was stopping drinking. (laughs) Yeah, Shadow Lady. What about, like, taking breaks from, like, concerts or parties? Did you guys ever do that? Like, take naps? Because I did... (laughs) You mean during? Dude, like I remember this one concert. Uh, it was um, no doubt was performing, and this was in New York. Um, I forget like what amphitheater it was. It was oh Jones Jones Beach, and uh, I remember. But I was drinking and smoking weed because I'm a G, <laughs> and, and I remember like passing out like taking a nap and then like coming to at some point and then i'm like back into the concert again like that happened maybe a couple times i would just like sit down and like nap and then wake up get up and like you know get back into it dude i was go 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 non-stop non-stop all day all night and then never did never did uppers or anything never did any of that stuff in my life all on that depressant known as alcohol. And an occasional puff puff, which enhance things. Little tweet, little puff. <laughs> um, Coachella. <laughs> Coachella. Burn. Um, so holidays, Halloween is my favorite holiday. Um, and it's a great. Me too. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's uh, the I... day before my birthday. Oh, really? Nice. Didn't know that the best drinking day of the year it used i mean it's the biggest party day of the year it's awesome having a birthday right after halloween because you get to go on halloween for your birthday like Wait, yeah which birthday madison belly button or sobriety my belly button oh yeah that's something that i learned in the in the rooms is that there's a belly button birthday right <laughs> i'd never heard that in my life and uh so uh belly button birthday <laughs> so halloween like I, I i don't know if i shared it on a previous show but uh yeah oh we'll get back to this after our after our break um all right cue it up bob dr bob cue it up bring in the tunes we'll be back y'all high spirits on mutinyradio.fm high spirits we'll be back
yes y'all dj wally bob said on the turntables here at mutiny radio check us out stream live mutinyradio.fm you can find our archive on mutinyradio.fm as well if you click on podcast archive there's so many other wonderful shows 20 or 30 shows i think through the week um it's it's super awesome very popular community radio station we're happy to be a part of this and uh we're coming back to you live from high spirits if you want to call in talk about anything we've been talking about uh you can uh join us at 415-550-0511 415-550-0511 welcome back guys um so we lost our illustrious Pegasus, uh, but uh, he'll be back next week, uh, so we look forward to his return. How's everything going? It's going. Friday night. <laughs> Madison's waiting to go to the club. I am. Find me in the club. Um, Do you ever find other sober people at the clubs? Uh, very rarely, but occasionally. There's actually a kid that I hung out with him last week, um, and he doesn't really drink or anything. Like, he's not a sober person, but he just is a person, like, he's a normal person that just doesn't drink or do drugs. Like, he has a drink. Um, so the people that I end up hanging out with on a regular basis, for the most part, tend to be the people that aren't. They, they drink, but they have a drink or two. They're not like, so they're not sober sober, but yeah, I've never met anyone else in recovery. Like, definitely not. Um, oh, like, yeah, go out with, but the, oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I do maybe, know some, well, maybe there's yeah, some other people. There Whoa. might be some, yeah. no, but I mean, have I, like, I have met people in yeah, recovery yeah. that yeah. will go out with me, but have yeah. I met somebody randomly Whew. in a club that's in recovery? No, no, I haven't. <laughs> yeah. What? No, I was like, I was like, I know some people. <laughs> so, um. Yeah, no, because like, yeah, the kid that I regularly go out with Kids. doesn't like he. He'll, sometimes he gets really high, but even then he's not annoying. Like he'll do a little bit of Molly <laughs> or whatever, and like that's about the extent of it. But usually he's just has a drink. So I don't Kids. know. Yeah, and this other kid is cool. Like, he's really nice. I'm going to see him tomorrow night at the show, actually. And it's kind of, I don't know, it's nice to have somebody that I can actually, like, have a little bit of a conversation with. And they dance, too. That's the other thing. I find that the people that I meet are usually the people that are dancing. Mm, And they tend to, for whatever reason, be some of the more sober people in the club. Like... You mean the people who can stand? Yeah, now that I think about it. Oh, boy, yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. I used to dance, fall down. Get back up, dance again, <laughs> fall down, oh, get boy, back up. Oh boy, you were one of those, huh? I was a tornado. Um, oh, so Madison, I I noticed that you you seem to be hanging out with a lot of kids. Um, how old are these kids? Are we talking about ten year olds or fifteen year olds or eight year olds? In the in the twenty one to twenty seven year old oh, range, I consider them kids. Gosh, yeah. I don't know. Actually, once they're over 25, they tend to be, well, no, not that much more adult. It's funny. I ended up um, spending some time with somebody that was 30 or 31 last weekend, and it was such a different experience, and it was really nice. Like, it was like the, he was like a normal human adult, 
And I was like, wow, why do I not hang out with normal human adults that are older on a yeah. more regular basis? Um, not to say, actually, the guy that I go out with the most, I think he just turned 25, but he's like super mature for his age. He was in the military and he's had a life where he experienced a lot of things. And I think that that's made him older than his age. Like mm-hmm. he, he's definitely more responsible than a lot of people that age. But um, but the other, I don't know. Yeah. I prefer my men older. But now that I'm like also getting older, I'm kind <laughs> of like rethinking that. <laughs> interesting <laughs> the, yeah the lady shot uh sh- lady shadows lady corner eyeshadow shadow ladies <laughs> lady eyeshadow. corner uh. eyeshadow yeah no oh shadow ladies lady corner likes to date older men but now that she's getting older unsure yeah i don't know i'm trying different things out I actually was talking to my therapist the other day and we're figuring out like things that I do in relationships. And my newest thing right now is I'm my homework is to date atheists. <laughs> really? Yes. Why is that your homework? Wow, that is interesting. I guess it's kind of me trying to be okay about not changing other people. And see how that goes. Like I don't know, you so know. So these know how, other like, people are an experiment. No, for no, no, you, no, 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 it sounds no. like the psychiatrist is doing an experiment. No, it's not an experiment. Because you actually have to go people. out and find atheists today. No, it's not that. It's like I'm meeting a lot of like atheists because I, I live why. in a state like this. In a city like this. In a city like this, which is like very open, a lot of like different beliefs or non-beliefs. And, you know, while I'm, like, out there, swipe, swipe, swiping, (laughs) it's, like, I'm getting into, like, some fights sometimes. (laughs) Getting, like, just, I don't know. Like, I got verbally abused one time (laughs) by this one person. Because I was trying to be, like, very specific about what I was, like, looking for. Because I'm looking for, like, somebody who is a believer. And they didn't really appreciate.